our brains like to believe the things it already believes. We're magnets for information and experiences that confirm the things we already think about ourselves and the world. If you're not conscious about your investment strategy, you won't end up where you want to be, not financially or as a human. On this show, we interview highly successful investors and share how they overcame limitations to become unstoppable forces of success. If you're ready to learn what it is to be a conscious investor so you can end up where you want, keep listening. Hey, conscious investor, stop telling yourself lies. Okay, we are definitely going to go down this rabbit hole about the stories that we tell ourselves, how our brain works, and how too often our brain is actually sabotaging us. But guess what? We're not victims. We're conscious investors who are striving for personal freedom. And we are going to find that and achieve it and build it and generate it in everything in our lives. And so we're going to dive into that in just a moment. I wanted to let you know, conscious investor, that this is a movement and a movement starts with just a few people. And guess what? You're listening. You are one of those foundational people in a movement that is greater, so much greater than you and I. And I'm so grateful that you are part of the conscious investor movement. What are we trying to do, right? We want people to have personal freedom. So many people are chasing after financial freedom and they're finding that they are bankrupt in so many other parts of their lives, their relationships, um, their self-confidence and how they engage in their contribution or lack thereof. There's so many different elements that go into personal freedom that just get destroyed in the pursuit of other things. And so this movement is all about supporting people in, guess what? You get to have financial freedom. That is part of personal freedom, but it's not the end all be all. And it's so important. So how can you help out? Well, I'm going to be honest, conscious investor. Sometimes it feels like you and I are a little bit of lone rangers. And so I want to ask for your support, your help. Can we work together to help spread the conscious investor movement? Let's work together. You can do this by leaving a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening on. Usually Apple is the best place to leave those rating and reviews. It's also really imperative that we just simply share. If an episode stands out to you, please share it on your social platforms, share it directly with a friend, because that's going to help this reach other people. And guess what? We'll start linking arms. And I don't know how long it will take, but eventually we're going to have a global movement and we're going to help emancipate people from all of these things in their lives that are holding them back from creating that greater freedom in their life and that ultimate contribution to the world because we're all hardwired. We're all created for something really exciting and extraordinary. And that doesn't mean you have to be on a stage or your face has to be somewhere because exciting and extraordinary takes place even in the quiet parts of life. Contribution takes place in every part of life. And so we want to support people in doing that. So please rate, review, share, because that's how this is going to grow. And you're part of it. So thank you so much, Conscious Investor. All right. Well, I also wanted to let you know that there is an opportunity for you to come out to North Idaho, to Coeur d'Alene, to join me for the Conscious Investor Growth Day 2024. Our dates are still just getting short up, basically. I mean, we have our dates. It's looking like the very first weekend, second weekend, sorry, March 7th through 10th is what the dates are. 
right now. I've been hesitant about putting them out there because we're still negotiating a few things. So all that to say, I would love to see you. We're going to host it at the beautiful Coeur d'Alene Resort in North Idaho. And it's a beautiful time of year. Lots of bells and whistles. Great speakers. Great event. More details to come. All right. Let's talk about this. Why are we lying to ourselves? Conscious investor, this is happening. We create these stories about our spouses. We have stories that we create about members on our team that we are leading about why their work performance is what it is or why they approach a project a certain way. We fill in all of these blanks all on our own. We fill these stories in with our friends. Have you ever found yourself talking with your spouse? Like, oh, I wonder why so-and-so is doing that. And we start filling in these narratives, which, by the way, none of our business. And then we tell ourselves stories even about our kids. I mean, for real. And it seems like reasonable thing to do, almost like reasonable expectations. You can go check out that past episode. But sometimes we'll say, oh, well, our kids, maybe this one's not being fully honest with me. Here's the track record. And here's what I know of them. And here's what I think my kids thinking. Actually, if you stop and think about it, if you hear parents talking, so often parents are filling in stories into their kids' lives, into their narratives. I've been trying to practice, trying so hard to say, wait, wait, I'm sorry. Let me seek to understand what are you thinking with this? We tell ourselves stories about money, about what it means, about what the value is, about what we can or cannot have in our lives because of money. We actually hold ourselves back in life because of these stories that we tell. Ultimately, we are holding back our greater capacity for contribution just because of these stories that we are telling between our ears. And it has got to stop. The world needs us to not be telling ourselves these nonsensical stories that let us off the hook. Ultimately, that's what those stories do. They make us feel better. They make us feel better about ourselves, better about why we're not contributing in a greater capacity to the world. Ultimately, oh gosh, conscious investor, this, you know, is one of my little soapboxes. It's actually quite a big soapbox. So where did I even start coming up with this stories? Well, I want to point out a few books. I love reading. And by the way, I'm generating a new book list and I'm so excited about it. It's going to be absolutely awesome um, compiling it of all of my favorite books. So expect that probably take me a few months because I actually want to be thoughtful with this, but I'll let you know, Conscious Investor, when it's ready. John Acuff wrote a book, came out a few years ago called Soundtracks. Absolutely phenomenal. When I was still running the book and networking club, we read through that book. And some of what he says, not some, this book is so marked up, is phenomenal, right? But some of the things that stood out to me about this book that I want to revisit, concepts that are really, really important for us to revisit regularly because we need to be recalibrating on a regular basis. So he says here, and if you have the book, you can reference it. It's on page 23. He says, your brain builds on overthinking's habit of negativity by doing three additional things, lying about your memories, confusing fake trauma with real trauma, believing what it already 
beliefs. I want to like zero in on that believing what it already believes. Because guess what? Our brain is so amazing. Our brain is constantly searching for evidence, but it's going to reaffirm whatever our thinking is, right? And so we have to be really extremely mindful of it. In fact, he says later on, confirmation bias, our brains like to believe the things it already believes. We're magnets for information and experiences that confirm the things we already think about ourselves and the world. Your brain will try to convince you to ignore any new evidence that doesn't agree with your broken soundtrack. So we could replace soundtrack with story. You could replace that word with a lot of things that just has to say is what is idling around inside your noggin? What are you noodling on conscious investor? Is it healthy? Is it productive? Is it good? Is it leading you towards freedom and liberty? Or is it keeping you trapped in bondage and slavery to a version of yourself that's antiquated? It is so much easier to stay in the antiquated form of yourself, but it's not fulfilling, it's not satisfying, and it's going to leave you feeling extremely bankrupt in the long run. And we don't want that for ourselves or for anyone else. So here's the reality. And here's what we can do, right? You're like, Julie, I understand what you are saying, but what do we do about it? Well, I read another book. I'm in the process still of reading it. I've interviewed a couple of amazing guests and I needed to read their books. So I actually had to press pause on crucial conversations so that I could read through material from two other authors that will be on the show soon. But in Crucial Conversations, I highly recommend this. It's taking similar concepts to what John Acuff is presenting in Soundtracks, but applying that towards the conversations that we have with ourselves and with those in our lives. And so they have this little flow chart in Crucial Conversations, and it demonstrates, hey, every single one of us, we have this input. We have something that happens in our life. Okay, so maybe... Let's just say, for example, I'm recording right now in my studio at home. Let's say one of my kids bursts through the door. You know that that has happened. Okay. So let's just say that my guy or little miss bursts through the door and they're smiling. Now, my brain is instantly going to create a story around that. I can't help it. And you can't help it either. Our brains are created hardwired to do this job. And so now I'm going to create this story. Well, they're smiling. Maybe I'm going to create a story that they just did something fun or silly. And I'm going to create this great story around this. And then guess what? I'm going to feel a certain way about that story. Let's take a real example. Last week, my kids are on this cooking spree. It was before school began. And they come into my studio at different times with these dishes that they've made. They were so proud of themselves. I've never made... uh what is it? Egg fried rice? I've never made that, but my kids made it. <laughs> they walk in at different occasions with a little dish of egg fried rice for mom. And they're so proud and they're beaming. And how did that make me feel? Right? We have the event. We instantly create a story. That story generates feelings. In this case, I felt great. I'm so proud of my kids. Like They took initiative. They were exploring. They were being creative in the kitchen. And dang, it tasted delicious. And then those stories are going to lead to action. In that case, I too smiled. I looked at my kids and I said, wow, this is so delicious. Thank you for sharing it. 
and we moved on. Hey, conscious investor. Often the well-intentioned hard wiring of our past prevents us from moving forward at full capacity. We doubt ourselves. We remind ourselves of who we were told we were instead of discovering who we were created to be. We lack courage to move into the life we're meant to lead. And often, instead of stepping into our full potential, many find themselves living a masked life, concerned with other people's expectations and opinions of their lives. Conscious performance coaching clients discover their potential is far more than they anticipated. Through conscious performance coaching, you will connect with your potential, gain lasting momentum, collapse your timelines, and well, hey, every day feels like plague. Stop playing small and step into your full potential. Join the ranks of those who have stepped into their dreams, launched successful businesses, and become unstoppable forces of success. Click the link in the show notes and apply for a free coaching session today. And this is the flow chart, right? We have an event that takes place with somebody in our lives. We generate the story that creates feelings. And then we take action based on what we are feeling. What if our story is incorrect? What if our story is not accurate about the person that we are engaging with? Worse yet, What if that story is not accurate for us, for our lives, for who we are, because we're telling ourselves stories about us as well? Oh, no, you know, you're not smart enough. You can't do that. You're not smart enough. You do not have enough money to invest. There is no way you just don't have enough money. It's impossible. You know what? You're going to be just like your parent. Maybe you're going to be just like mom. Maybe you're going to be just like dad, right? You're just going to be just like them and you're going to create dysfunction in your family, right? We can tell ourselves these stories that just completely derail what God has already prepared for us, the good things, which are so, so exciting. So guess what? There's a bright side to all of this. If you're thinking, and in my mind's eye, and I've seen the graph, but you know, there's the flow chart, event, story, feeling, action. If after having an event, which is just something that happens, something's always happening in our lives, are getting a text message, we're getting a phone call, somebody walks through our door or our office, an employee calls us up, something's always going on, right? There's always an event, but we can intercept the story and we can poke and prod that story and we can seek evidence that is accurate. We have a propensity that wants to defend ourselves and protect ourselves. It's part of how we are hardwired. I mean, like, how else are we going to stay alive? Right. And so now we need to just intercept that story, look at, evaluate that story and say, does this story need some editing? Maybe I need to do some strike throughs on this story. Maybe I'm adding to this story things that are not accurate. And if we can intercept that story, our feelings will be changed. And if our feelings are changed, our actions too are changed. You see, it has this really great trickle effect. The stories that we tell ourselves affect our feelings, which affect our actions. And I promise you, this is kind of like Prieto's principle, the 80-20 rule that once you see this, once you start looking for this, once you start looking for these stories... They're going to just pop up everywhere. I've found myself pausing much more regularly now, 
just looking into and evaluating. Am I filling in a story? I was driving recently with my daughter and we had an experience at a local shop and it left me a little bit puzzled to say the least. And I was processing this aloud. I think that's a great role model type thing to do with our kids, especially during these teen years where they're going to be out on their own. I'm learning how to evaluate things on a regular basis. Maybe she can learn also. She's a great thinker. And so I just went through that story. I said, wow, this is what took place. But I'm wondering if I'm telling myself a story that is accurate. Because maybe, and I just started pulling it apart so she could hear, she could have that role model. I started pulling it apart, you know, well, why would they have acted that way? Or why am I seeing it that how they were? Maybe I'm just looking at this the wrong way. And I intercepted that story and just noodled around with it, just pulled it apart. And guess what? By the time I was finished, my feelings had shifted. And that's going to change my actions and how I show up. You can do the same thing, Conscious Investor. We don't have to be a victim of the stories in our head, but we do need to be extremely aware because we can find ourselves living a lie because we're believing a lie, a lie about someone or something because of a story we created in our heads. I want to encourage you that. This story generation, it is natural. Remember, it's how God created us. We're hardwired this way. And so you don't have to feel bad or shameful. You don't need to have any feelings around it. It's how we're hardwired, right? And so now you can actually work with that. Raise your level of awareness, intercept those stories, question those stories, look for your biases, and edit those stories as necessary. I'll have to say, It's kind of fun when you get going on this process. It's actually invigorating and it's amazing how many stories. And then think about this, how much energy is expended in those milliseconds between an action and a story generated in our mind. So much energy is just lost and wasted. And so we can have fun with it. We can grow and... We can start changing those stories that pop up in so like just milliseconds after an action takes place. And it's a lot of fun. Conscious investor, personal freedom is not lived in a lie. It's not lived in a fake storyland. Personal freedom is actually bringing those dreams that you have to life. And we can't bring those dreams to reality if we're too busy in a negative storyline, a negative script that is for self-preservation that's built on all of these cognitive biases and things like that. So we really want to take our time, pull things apart. And yeah, I did say that. If you're new conscious investor... Yes, your dreams should be reality. You were created with a unique dream, a unique purpose, a unique contribution. And so all of those dreams, those things that you want to pursue, that is what you should be pursuing. And so if you need any support with that, I love supporting people and bringing that dream into reality. It's not intended to be trapped and caged in this lifetime. Okay. You have from cradle to grave to bring that dream into the world. And you have no idea. None of us do. What's the ripple effect of us just living faithfully into that dream? 
aside from being really fun and exciting. <laughs> so uh, Conscious Investor, I hope this served you well. This has been such a fun and challenging concept for me to wrestle with. And I just love that when we're engaged in reading quality literature, then concepts will kind of circle back around to us. So as I mentioned, reading John Acuff's book from a few years ago, Soundtracks, and now reading Crucial Conversations. I could even add in there The Four Agreements by John Miguel Ruiz. Like These books are all extremely complementary on this thinking of let's be guardians of our mind and let's make sure that we are ushering in accurate and correct narratives into our lives. Conscious Investor, don't be a stranger. If you look down at the reviews over on Apple Podcasts, I know that you are going to notice there's a theme. Yes, I genuinely enjoy speaking with you. I love talking about what are your investing goals? Because if I can't support you, I probably know someone who can. What are your personal freedom goals? Because financial freedom without personal freedom is bankruptcy. So do you need support living into your dream? In either case, Conscious Investor, please make sure you reach out and schedule a call so that we can get connected and get to know each other. Until next time, live big, love bigger, and do great things. Are you enjoying this episode? Help spread the word by sharing the episode with a friend or family member. Because really, where would any of our lives be without other people sharing great content with us? Help spread the word by sharing on your social platforms and with those you care about. And remember, tag me at Happy Julie Holly.